no off-season podcast. College football week two preview. Yeah. Also, the end of week one just happened. We recorded on the Tuesday, so that means the Florida State LSU game and the Clemson Duke game had finished since we had finished put those in the recaps of week one. And we'll just start off with the uh, Sunday game first. Okay. That way, or you just want to go with the fresh one that's popped in your head. Either way, it like we talk either one. Which one you want to go with? Uh, let's start with the fresh one because I didn't watch the first half. It was seven six Duke uh, Clemson. Yeah. And then yeah. it just turned south real quick for them. In a hurry, in the sec, I watched the second half, and they would get to their Duke territory. They could drive between the twenties all day, between get, the tens even. Get there. They just couldn't execute. They had missed two fumbles, two fumbles, and a missed, a missed field field, goal. A blocked field goal. They had yeah, two blocked field, block field goals. One was outside the red zone. The other one was 28 yards or something that got blocked. And their that, offense did not look very cohesive. Yeah, my bet, my boy uh, K. Kludnik let me down. Yeah, K. was not good. He was not also, good at all. Also, new offensive coordinator, too, and... Yeah, Garrett Riley. Garrett Riley did not look great. It looked like the same old Clemson almost. It didn't look like they came out with any new... They didn't really pass the ball over the middle either. No. It was outside. Give the ball to... It was give the ball to Will Shipley and let him be a beast like he is. Like, he's... Will Shipley's an amazing player. He's their only good <laughs> offensive player. And that's just like, like last year. Like, Will Shipley just had to carry him. And unfortunately, the turnover is a sloppy play. It was just a all-around bad performance from Clemson. Um, I would say the defense wasn't like awful. Uh, for Clemson, it wasn't Clemson-esque, but like for the most part, they did almost for a, for a portion of it keep them around in the game until like the very end. You know? Yeah, their defense did a fine enough job, but like we said, Riley, uh, Riley Leonard is a solid quarterback. His numbers don't show like he. Played yeah. a great game, but once again, he's going against a Clemson defense. He I mean, he, did rush, he, rushed, he broke that 44-yard run. That was that was something to see. I mean, he had 98 yards rushing with the 44, so. Yeah, and like we were talking about, we were, we were uh, talking about if he was the best quarterback in the ACC, so I can't say that after Drake May's performance, obviously, against South Carolina, but. I mean, he, it was a good performance. It was good, it was good for Leonard. I wouldn't say it was like top tier, like wowing, but it was good. Mm-hmm. It was a good performance. Yeah. And then Duke's defense did a great job. You know, Mike Elko, like I said, the defensive, uh, he was the defensive coordinator at A&M. And then since he's been at Duke, he has really improved that defensive unit. They played a lot of zone in this game and uh, looked like uh, Cade Klubnik was confused a couple times on passes. Like he didn't see some certain guys like... I don't know where, where his eyes were. He wouldn't even see defenders were there, and he threw a pick right to one of them yeah. over top in his own defense. But uh, Duke's defense played really well. Oh, yeah, they played great. But, like, if you look at it, at the end of the third quarter, it was still 13-7. to So it wasn't like, you know, complete domination. It just got, it got bad in the fourth quarter. Things just turned de- bad real quick for them. Those turnovers killed him. Like, when you're going in to score and then turn the ball over, that's – like and then they almost returned it for a touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, so it was not the best thing. Uh, quick question about Clemson. This is the I would say I don't know. I mean, tra- other than Trevor Lawrence, maybe Deshaun Watson. I would say more Deshaun Watson. And I know Trevor Lawrence was a first round pick, but he you just felt like he was just there at Clemson. 
They he really, won a national title. I know, but like and defense carried him a lot of that. But he you, still played well. But enough. you feel like the Klubnik DJ combo and sometimes Lawrence play wasn't great for Clemson. Have do they not know how to like produce like quarterbacks like to make an impact? Uh, maybe it's just they're I know wrong it's on the talent. Lawrence, because he won a national championship, gym. so you can't really say all that. I know, but like that junior year, you were just like, nah. Their their offensive system is always like to get the ball in the playmakers' hands. I, I would say a big issue for them, uh, especially this year, they really don't like. They don't have like a playmaker receiver. receiver. Like yeah. Williams is their like guy, but he's not a Sammy Watkins. You know, he's, he's not, not a Rogers or a uh, Ter- or, uh, not Terrence Ross. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his first name? Ross. That was back in the day, though, for uh, that got drafted by the Bengals. T. Higgins. They don't have a T. Higgins, a, a Rogers, or a Watkins, a guy that can create deep threats as well. Yeah, that's that's a big issue. But or, like, or Hunter Renfro to get you the first down automatically. So they they just don't have those guys. That and I'm sure they recruited plenty of them. So I just don't know where they're at. I, they recruited plenty of them, but but it's also the fact that uh, I will say. Dabo not going in the transfer portal. Yeah. That's the problem, too, because you can get athletic talent in the portal. Yeah. His refusal to do that is a problem well, as this, well. Well, it's showing because it's moving on without him. Yeah, it's moving on without him. Uh, great congratulations to Duke upsetting the number 19 in yeah. the nation. Had him in the playoff. Uh, are they ranked now? Did they move him into a ranking Duke? spot? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they moved to twenty three, I believe. Twenty. They were they're just ahead of Clemson. They might be twenty one. Okay, I can look up the ratings very quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four and one and twenty one and the other one. AP twenty first. Coach is twenty fourth. Yeah. And uh, then we moved to the Sunday game. Yeah, everyone was looking forward to this LSU Florida State game. I mean, it was pretty much we. I said it was the best game of the week. You know, it was the only. Matchup with two ranked teams in there. Two highly ranked teams. One maybe shouldn't be as high as they were, but nevertheless. Well, yeah, after the way the game ended, after, it played out. After it played out, it just. How did LSU look like? Um, I don't know. They regressed? I want to say regressed. Or I mean, they're the same. They're the, they're the exact same feel. They. If they don't get, they run three routes on the receivers' ends. It's a comeback, an out, and a slant. If those don't work, Daniels will then figure he after his second read, he'll then scramble and look the run. And while he's improved, at least it's after his second instead of his first read, like he did last year. Some of the, the gag game was his first read. Yeah, he would just, do it. Like he, he still run. does that. Yeah, and he sometimes he'll throw it down the field on the run, but most of the times he doesn't. And so, I think after like after half, Florida State figured it out. Well, they also realized that LSU has no running game. No, they LSU ran for 113 yards, and that's what a couple runs pretty much accumulated to that. It seemed like Florida State rushed for a lot more yards, and they only finished with 136. Well, but the way they were running the ball in the second half, you could kind of they were just picking up. Chunks of yards to keep uh, LSU off the field. I would say Wingo was doing a great job in the first half of controlling the middle for LSU. Florida State didn't have an answer to block him in the first half. Hmm? Then they figured out the double team him in. Things opened up for Jordan Travis after that. And 
Yeah. Jordan Travis looked great. As Mike, I believe Mike Norvell called a great game. Great yeah. game playing. Like, Mike out, Norvell outcoached out Brian, coach Brian Kelly. It was the knockout. Uh, down three at half, come out at halftime, make some adjustments, got the ball to your playmakers even more. Uh, cut down on the penalties that they had in the first half, well, even I, though a lot of them were questionable. I feel like questionable. the refs were very questionable in that first quarter. So, felt like everything was going to LSU in the first quarter. It was just, I was getting... Getting a little frustrated with that one. They called a bullcrap uh, unsportsmanlike, what was that, late hit or whatever, unsportsmanlike conduct that gave them another first round. Uh, and also, I'll say this. You could tell things were gonna, weren't going to go well for LSU when they had, what was it, seven? <laughs> seven plays at the, the one-yard one yard line, line. Yeah. and still couldn't get in. They stopped them six or seven times at the one. They were trying everything. They tried the runs. They tried the pick plays. They tried the rubs. It didn't work on them. So it was a great job by them. Um, Man, Florida State is pretty elite. They got a shit. Quarterback, great. Running game, they could use a couple better running backs. Receivers are phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Coleman looked great. Three touchdowns, 122 yards, nine catches. Yeah, Michigan State, yeah. Like, oh. Wilson had 104 and he dropped two key ones. He could have had like 120. Yeah, and then they got uh, <laughs> then they have Bell Vers, and they got Verse on defense too. Yeah, and then they have Bell, the transfer from South Carolina, that could just be an effective tight end when he wants to be. I really wish Florida State and Notre Dame played this year instead of Clemson. That's yeah. the game that would be better. Um, so now, see, we got Florida State winning, Clemson losing. So now, like it's. Florida State. Oh, it's Florida State's. Con- I feel like it's Florida State's ACC to lose. Now. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty. That's pretty much where we're getting into on that. It, I no longer believe in Clemson winning the ACC. Oh yeah, that went after, out the like, window after we, that. After that game, I I've lost all confidence in Clemson, and I've I said I hated the hype for Florida State. I'm now on the hype. For yeah, Florida I'm. State. I'm kind of buying in. I'm I, buying I'm in. I'm buying in, in on week one. After week one, I'm I'm buying in now. And I, I, I apologize to the high school Florida State fans and yeah. telling you I hate it. I got to apologize for that, too. I now think they are actually one of the best teams in the nation. I will say, I'm still going to pick an 11 o'clock home game, whenever that is. I'm going to pick against them. I don't know who it's going to be, but there'll be that one. I know that's going to happen for me, though. All right. Well, uh, let's uh, move on to week two. Uh, if you didn't like week one and you were talking shit about week one, well, here you go. Week two is what you wanted then. There are, it's a stacked, it, unfortunately the Big 12 had their woes with Baylor and Tech. They were the one, we would have had a very stacked week two. Yeah, but they're still good teams. But, uh, well, this no, is no, what I'm going to say. Maybe not bad. Yeah. But was they, were they looking ahead too much? Nah, I don't think so. Week one, you just get, you know how it goes in Wyoming. We talked about that. Weird shit happens. Well, what happens? Weird, the weird things happen in Wake Forest Baylor? Well, shit. Uh, just might be a Dave Aranda problem. But um, yeah, like anybody that complained, all you have to do is do Savale, have some patience. Week two is here. Like, there are so many, like, compelling, good games. Right at games. almost every slide. I would say the 11 o'clock slot's not great. I wish there was another big game at 11. But, like, all the way through the night, you even got late night games that are great now. So I mean, if you want to count, you got Dion. Dion's on prime times that big noon. Okay, there you go. And then you have Notre Dame, NC State. There's a weird Purdue-Virginia Tech game. Utah-Baylor. Don't discredit Troy-Kansas State, okay? 
That could be a scary game. That's good. That's don't look ahead, K State game for Troy. Yeah. Uh, also, just to say, like, I did not do well in my pick, <laughs> gambling. I think I was. Shit. Um, I was about five hundred. this You week. were five hundred. Uh, I didn't keep the record. We got our picks down this year, this week, so we can uh, keep track of our record this time, so it'll be more accurate. I think I was at like probably two or three games under five hundred. Uh, yeah, uh, I think that. I picked the over last night. That got me back to like five hundred. The over didn't hit. Yeah, no, I see because I picked the over. Oh, so oh, I got you it. dropped you to five hundred. Yeah, because yeah. I had Florida State money line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then because I think I was. Six and five. I think I finished six and six for week one. Yeah, I was like, I think I'm three games under five hundred actually. So, start so, from there. Uh, what? How you want to do this? You want to preview the game? Uh, uh, I think Friday has a very compelling game in Kansas, Illinois, and Kansas. I mean, you know, it's not like ranked teams, but they're both teams that were overachieved last year. Yeah, playing each other on a Friday night. And is Daniels going to play this week? He didn't play last week. He has so. a bad, like, he's had, the back's been pro, uh, giving him problems since last year. So I was worry, worrying that he didn't play. Um, I guess we'll have to wait until. I would closer. say if Daniels isn't playing, I might pick Illinois money line. Yeah. Well, I wonder what, if it's going to flip, uh, the line will flip by that time, maybe if he's not playing. Uh, it might not because I think people like Bean. Yeah, Bean is nowhere near as good as Daniels. Daniels plays, I think Kansas wins. That's my yeah, that's, well, my that's why I said if Daniels doesn't play. Yeah. I Illinois had a fight win. for their life, life last week against Toledo. I feel Toledo. like they're kind of looking ahead a little bit. To Kansas? Looking ahead to Kansas? Yeah, I look ahead to Kansas because oh. everybody, you know, they're the smaller teams. Uh, then we'll move on to Saturday. That was just like a quick thing because Friday's not a bad game. Uh, Saturday, Notre Dame goes to Raleigh, North Carolina against NC State. It's a NC State is a seven and a half point dog. Uh, this is a time for if you're a big Sam Hartman believer, this game is a big moment for him. Yeah, it's a big moment for Notre Dame too because people are really high on Notre Dame, and it's this is the best competition they're gonna have this for since the start of the week year, and this can be a was a springboard mm-hmm. to uh, to get them into the play. I mean, they're already in playoff talks. They always are, especially with their schedule. That they, how hard it is. Yeah, be, yeah. Like, to get them the three and zero against on the road against NC State. I mean, things will be looking to you get uh, Armstrong versus Sam Hartman. Yeah, Virginia versus Wake Forest. The, Renewed. Uh, I, I'm not high on NC State this year. Like either, either am I. Uh, so they look. They struggled a little bit in their first game too. I know they won, but it wasn't like the cleanest thing in the world. Yeah, but that's just kind of NC State style. So this game will probably be ugly. I just don't trust NC State's offense. They lost a lot on the offensive line. I think Notre Dame's defense is really talented and can kind of give them a hard time up front. Armstrong's not great when he gets under pressure. Yeah, they played UConn and they almost lost that game. Yeah, Armstrong's not great under pressure. Um, So I think Notre Dame will give them a a lot of problems. It's ABC and I guess it's Cincinnati at home. Yeah, and also... uh, like I think Sam Hartman has a huge game. He didn't have to do much last week. No, I think I think he's gonna kill it this week. Yeah, like I think it's a big big game for Sam Hartman. So I I really like Notre Dame this week. I like, think Notre Dame's gonna win, and I like Sam Hartman to get more Heisman talk after this week. We've got too many Heisman contenders, man. Like everyone's putting up great stats. Well, we're moving on to the other two Heisman that 
players that everybody's talking about this week. It's Hunter San Hunters and Sanders time. Prime time. Yeah. Big noon again. Yeah. Home opener for Dion and stadium's going to be rocking. It's going to be packed, sold out against the Nebraska Cornhuskers rivalry game. Who I don't know. Do they consider this a rivalry game anymore? Uh they do. Okay. Yeah, I'm Good. pretty sure. I think Matt Rule or somebody lit a fire under Dion when they said they're going to go in there and smack him. Somebody said that along those lines. Um, if you didn't, if this game was the first game of the year, I would have picked Nebraska. After watching both those teams play, there is no way I'm going to pick Nebraska. Yeah, there's. I, I don't know. You'd have to be really uh, baking on some regression from Colorado. <laughs> like if like you got to be thinking like the public is overvaluing Colorado so much. The only way I would have picked Nebraska if it was like ten. They had to be like minus or plus ten and a half points on the spread for me to even touch them. I don't. I really don't think they're talented enough on offense. Sims, Jeffrey Sims, let, let me down last That's your week. Guy. Yeah, That's your guy. I know. Let me I down. I literally told you what Jeffrey Sims is. I told you Sims is a very inconsistent quarterback. Yeah, let me down. Let me down last <laughs> week against Minnesota, but it'll be a different style game because they're not going against a Minnesota defense. I think they might put up more points. Uh, Against Colorado. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Um, um, they do have two decent running backs, Nebraska does. And I'm wondering if they're just going to do, instead of throwing the ball so much like they did last week, if they're going to try to run through the through the middle with both their running backs and Sims and try to control Sims' mistakes on passing the ball. Because, I mean, Colorado's strength on defense is the secondary. They have two good corners and uh, okay safety. and Yeah. yeah. They're probably just not big enough up front to. So, Nebraska's game plan is probably to run the ball, keep and them I'll off say the field. This, I think Nebraska's defense is better than TCU's defense. Yeah, very true. So, I think it, it's going to be a lot harder for Colorado to run the ball. With that being said, though, I do think Colorado's passing, like, outside weapons mm-hmm. of Hunter, Horn Jr., and I can't remember the other guy's name. Oh, I'm sorry, the other guy. You had a, and Edwards running catching the ball in the backfield. I can't remember the other receiver's name. I apologize. Don't get mad at me. I think they have more weapons than Nebraska has secondary. Yeah. Uh, the game is just weird, though. I feel like some weird shit's going to go on. I feel like that li- the, they switched the line to the trap people to bet Colorado because you're like, oh, yeah, everybody loves them. Uh-huh. All on the Colorado train. They're ranked 22nd. And you're like, they are still don't have depth for a reason. One injury on the, that offensive line could just like ruin everything for Colorado. Yeah, I just got to wait and see. I just need to see more. I, I can't just go off of one game. I'm not going to touch this game at all. I'm oh, just going to watch it. I'm I not, have, I'm not t- this is going to be the second week in a row I don't touch a Colorado game. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I just need to see. I would much rather enjoy it and see it than actually bet that game. Yeah, so should be interesting though. It'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, Always like that rivalry game. Hopefully, it'll be uh, live up to the old school rivalry. Even though I have a hard time thinking Nebraska keeps it close, but is, uh, have they ruled Cam Rising out of week two yet? Have not heard a thing yet. Oh, have not heard God. a thing. So. And then you told me the Baylor quarterback uh, shape was shaping. Yeah. Like shaping. Yeah, yeah he's, he's out. out two to three weeks for Baylor. Did he get hurt in the Texas State game? I don't know. He had to, I guess. I'd imagine so. Okay, I don't know. Way. I don't know when he got hurt though. So. Okay. Yeah. Because if he got hurt during the game and they struggled to score, 
Because I did, I don't like, I'm not going to lie, I have Baylor covering seven and a half on my paper. Only if Cam Rising wasn't playing. But I might flip back now and might just stay away from the game. Mm, yeah. Um, Blake, Blake Shapin's not that good of a quarterback anyway. So he's who not, knows, but if, who knows if, how big of a loss it really is? But if he got hurt during the game and they couldn't score without him, then yeah, you're right. Baylor's in trouble. And I did pick him second in the Big 12 this year. Yeah. That looks horrifically bad. Early picks aren't looking good so far. So Uh, Utah's defense should be able to handle Baylor and shit too. But this game is kind of like they play similar similar styles of football. Plus, it's the second second road game for uh, Utah. Or no. No, no. Yeah, I forgot they played. No, they were at home. Yeah. They play at home, and then they play at Waco. So. They get an extra couple of days rest, too, on top yeah, of that, because they, they play, play Thursday. So yeah. that that's helpful, too. Um, but Baylor's in a tough spot because... Uh, it's a must-win for Baylor. You know, they, like Dave Aranda, the, I don't know if Baylor will do it, but the seat will start getting warm. You know, it's definitely going to get warm if they get blown out at home again. Uh, it's just one of those things I don't... I like Dave Miranda. I didn't know... I thought he was going to have a good year this year. He still might. He maybe, still might. maybe it was just that one slip up, but I don't think so. It doesn't. This, like I said, he can't win without uh, Matt Rule's recruits. If he loses this game this season and the players in the locker room that season, they could go downhill real quick for Baylor. Uh, moving on, let's get to some of the, what is it, 230 games. We have the battle. What's the Iowa rivalry called? They call it the El, El Asico. El Asico rivalry? I believe, I believe that's uh, what some people call it. Why don't you guys just call it well, the well, Iowa? It, wasn't it uh, the trophy? It's the Cyhawk trophy, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. That, that's what the trophy is. A tradition like any other. Iowa, Iowa State week When's two. the last time do you, th- you think Iowa, Iowa State had an over-under of more than 40 points. Has that ever happened in the history of this rivalry? It's got Seneca Wallace years? Is Brad Banks Banks years with Iowa, maybe? Maybe. Here, I will say this. It's 36 and a half. If you believe Iowa can score 25, you only need 11 from from Iowa State. Yeah. Well, Iowa didn't score their 25 last week. They did not. I I figured that much. They were, they for, (coughs) excuse me, I believe the first quarter they scored 14 and things were looking good for them. Yeah, they were looking hot. They were looking great. And then uh, it melted down real quick. They Utah State just uh, they stopped scoring. I was the same offense as it was last year. Also, these two schools are, um, we need to come up with a gambling uh, name for it too because both these schools are the ones that got in trouble for gambling. Gambling, yeah, that's so, true. This is know, a gambling bowl. Like thing. they should put this game in Vegas, right? Yeah. Should this be played in Vegas? Put oh, no, you like no that. one would be available because they'd all be betting. You can't do that for the poor <laughs> Iowa fans, though, man. You can't throw them in Vegas. <laughs> that would be awesome, man. Move it to Vegas. Uh, Iowa State did a good job. I didn't watch the game at all, but they handled Northern Iowa, which is yeah. not something they usually yeah, do. I was about to say that's usually a struggle for the big Iowa schools against the Northern Iowa schools. Uh, it's th- this game's just always fun. Iowa State got the monkey off their back last last year. Yeah, they beat Iowa finally. Yeah. So the cur- like I believe the over hit that game too. I think yeah. Well, I think it was like thirty and a half, yeah, thirty one and a half. It was low. But uh, yeah, Iowa State did win. Look at the win two in a row. Um, I think they have a good chance to do it too. I again didn't watch the Northern Iowa Iowa State game, but they scored. They did score. 
Yeah, they scored what thirty, thirty points, something like that. Something they scored, like that. They I mean, put up thirty's good. Yeah. Um, this game, I I don't know. I, I mean, I have it on there, but we'll see. I'm big on Iowa, so you know where I'm leaning. I'm leaning yeah, Iowa. Leaning uh, Iowa. Also, in this two thirty in this rivalry game, uh, home field advantage doesn't mean really oh, anything. No. Like the, no. it, it doesn't matter if you're home or away. Both team goes in there, they play the same. Yeah. Like, doesn't matter one bit. No. Hopefully, we don't have a, a big ass thunderstorm delay like that one year where it took like four hours to play the game. Hopefully, weather's fine in Iowa. Uh, really looking forward to this game. This will probably be the most interesting. Oh, man, it'll be bouncing back and forth. But I like that one of my favorite rivalries. Oh, it's, one of the, it's one of the funnest, even though you know you're not going to get offense. And I'm glad we get it second week every year tradition. Yeah. We already know. Special teams is always a key factor in this game. And you're like, well, I was better than I would say that in special teams. I would say going to fumble a punt like they seem to always do it once a game or against Iowa. Goal or things like that nature. So it's just one of those fun games to watch that you know it's not going to be pretty. It's one of the uglier rivalries that you just like, you accept it and you enjoy getting in the in the cornfields and the hanging out with the Iowa and Iowa State fans. Uh, another 2.30 game. Old Miss going to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Going to Tulane, them green waves. Green waves did cover last week. I, I had South Alabama. I thought South Alabama was going to give them a harder time than what they did, but Tulane looked really good. Yeah, Pratt. Pratt Pratt's still there. So Pratt was play. good. They could pass. They sure did. Sure can pass the ball. Old Miss looked good against whoever they played. I think they dropped like sixty or seventy. <laughs> Jason Dart plays. No Spencer Sanders. No ja- Jackson. Jackson Dart. Jackson Dart. Yeah. No Spencer. Why do I always say Jason? Jason Dart sounds better than Jackson Dart. Uh-huh. That's why. It flows off the tongue better. You should change his name to Jason. No, with Jackson, yo. You should yeah. like that name, Jackson. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> no, I don't like it on Jackson Dart. <laughs> Jason Dart sounds better. Uh, Jackson Dart started all of the game last week. Yeah, so that's good for them. They don't want Spencer Sanders to touch the field. But, I, but I'm not a big Dart guy anyway, though. Um, If Dart struggles in this game, you can I think you will see a Spencer Sanders sighting. Yeah, it's very possible. Uh, the, are they? Do you know if this game's being played in the Superdome no, or is it played no, in? Playing uh, they're playing at the Tulane Stadium. Yeah, I feel like this game should be played in the Superdome. Why do you always want it to be played in the Superdome? Because they need to play one. Usually, they play one a year. When they played Mississippi State, they played that in the Superdome. That was Mississippi State. Yeah. This is Ole Miss. Ole Miss get, doesn't get that love. Because uh, I figured like there's going to be a bunch of uh, Ole Miss fans traveling to New Orleans for the game. All those preppy Ole Miss fans going to be there. Yeah, but they're not loud. They're not. They're not. But they'll be drunk. Happy. They're not drunk loud, though. They're just drunk. <laughs> they're, they're the sleepy drunk. They don't get excited drunk. That's the uh, New Orleans I, people. I believe, I believe like uh, Ole Miss, the... <laughs> The people that go to Ole Miss are too good to go to New Orleans. They're like, oh, we're not going to New Orleans. We're too good. We don't want to hang out around there. They don't have that grime in them. Yeah, it's in the Ullman Stadium, so okay. not in the Georgia Dome. Or Georgia Dome. The Caesar, was it the Caesar Palace Superdome? Yeah. Whatever in New Orleans. But, yeah, uh, I have my pick on that one. I'm looking forward to this game. Just for the fact, I kind of want to see Ole Miss play a competitive team. I would say, because they didn't play one last week. Yeah. 
see what Lane Kiffin does. I mean, Lane Kiffin is great at the beginning of the season, though. I will say that he does. He, he usually he usually wins these kind of games too. I will say, like I would say, at the beginning of the year, back into the year, that's when he struggles. Like once he gets in the SEC play, mm-hmm. he say he plays Alabama and loses. That's when things go downhill. Yeah, so you know, it's typical game. Like a game like this is the one that Lane usually wins, um, and they have one of the best running backs in the nation that too. So they might use that running game to try to keep. Tulane's offense off the field. I could see them doing that. Yeah. So. Uh, another 230 game is the show me game. This is the show me game. Which team is leveling up? Which team do you believe in? Well, obviously, you believe in Texas A&M. You haven't win in the SEC West. Yeah. So, that's that one. After watching Miami last week, I'm not comfortable about this game at all, though. And then you have Miami going, going to Miami, playing in the... Hard Rock Cafe Stadium. Yeah. Miss the Orange Bowl. Go back to the, the guests. I was going to say, that was years ago. I know, but they need to go back. <laughs> they needed to go back. Yeah, the magic of that Orange Bowl. Um, is a make it or break it game for both programs. It's huge for A&M, just for the fact that if they win, it shows that they're going to be competitive this year. Yeah, and people can stop talking about last year about how well, bad they were. Well, I guess it's both that way. Because if Miami wins, I guess technically you're like, oh, they're right there with... Well, they're in the realm of, I would say, more of Clemson yeah. in North Carolina. And then we would potentially get a great Miami-Florida State game, yeah. which would be amazing. It would be tremendous. Uh, I, I, I didn't watch any of the A&M game against New Mexico, New Mexico so I can't give you... What I saw on their offense, yeah. I watched the Florida Miami game parts parts of it. Their offensive line is I was young. Say, it looks good. It looked good. Yeah, it looked really good, and they were creating huge holes. I'm still worried about Van Dyke. I was gonna say the same thing. Van Dyke looked about the same. They got uh, talent on the outside though. They, it's just him getting the ball. Worried about Van Dyke, but like on the opposite end, A and M. What's his name? Weis Weisberg. Is that the name of their quarterback? quarterback. <laughs> it's Weisberg, I, I believe. Um, he, like, their quarterback isn't nothing to write home about either. So, on both ends, uh, Wiseman, or Weakman, Weakman. Weakman. Like, both ends, you have quarterback issues. Um, and I'm, I'm basically going to rely on Jimbo Fisher. Hopefully he can outcoach Mario Cristobal. That's what I'm going to hope for, and hopefully that makes a difference for my A uh, and M pick, especially. But I really do not feel comfortable about them at all going into uh, Miami. No, I don't feel comfortable at all. They they're ranked 17th right now. It's only week one, but they're ranked. They had 250 yards rushing. In the first week, so yeah, they ran all of, like, and it was multiple running backs too. Yeah, was it just one guy? They have multiple running backs, so it's gonna be an interesting game to see the show me the show me game pretty much on uh, ABC. That one's gonna be two thirty. Damn man, yeah, we got three games. We got to be flipping through on two thirty and going to well, instead of well, we'll have both we'll TVs. Have the other TVs, yeah. but yeah, one one's on Fox, ESPN two, and uh, ABC. Uh, any other two thirty games? Uh, uh, UNLV Michigan's on CBS. Anybody uh, want to watch that? I feel so bad for CBS that they have to travel to that shit ass game. Hey man, they somebody's got to do this it. This is the second week in a row CBS has been stuck in Bloomington, Indiana, and now they're going to Ann Arbor to watch UNLV get blown out by Michigan. Yeah. 
I mean, you couldn't, I guess, well, which one would you rather have them go to? Northwestern UTEP? Oh, God. Right. There's nothing else you can put on. That's, they got the Big Ten, so. Yeah. Uh, any other 2.30 games? You have the MAC. The MAC hits, the MAC's also on a 2.30. Down, you been any action this week? No, I only like been in the MAC really during the weekend. The during the week, like <laughs> if they play on a Thursday, Friday, Tuesday okay. weekends, I'll usually stay away from MAC games because you just it's a week weekday thing. Yeah, fun to do it on the weekday. Uh, there's a four fifteen Appalachian State North Carolina game. Uh, it's not really. I mean, it's not. I don't feel like it's going to be like last year. But if yeah, you, if it's you, not if at App State. If you want the feel of last year, you want to bet the over on 58 just to have some fun with it. It was almost, what was it, almost? What was it What was it last year? Wasn't the over under like 72? It exceeded the over. Though. Yeah, I know. It was It was a crazy high number last year, though. Yeah. I remember that. So I guess what they're telling us is they really believe in North Carolina's um, defense. I mean, after week one, they only gave up 17 to Spencer Rattler in those... Uh, Gamecocks of South Carolina, so yeah. But once you get Spencer Rattler rattle, you already know how that goes. Yeah. So I'm not taking too much away from that. Uh, moving on, we got a five o'clock game of SMU Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma routed whoever the hell they played uh, last week. Seven, Arkansas State. Arkansas State. Arkansas Seventy-one State. nothing. Butch Jones is the head coach over there. At Arkansas State. Yeah, he was crying on the sideline. Apparently. Oh God, that's not what you want to see well, from a coach. I don't coach. know if he was crying, but that's what I saw on Twitter. Oh God. He was embarrassed for how poor they played, and uh, that's embarrassing to cry on the sideline. Your team, your team's probably like, "What are you doing, coach?" You no, know, he's Butch Jones, so you know. <laughs> uh, I would say this is a lot stiffer competition coming in. SMU coming in. They want to show that they belong with the big boys. They're in the ACC next year. They're like, "We're big too." Oh, yeah, they're all excited. Yeah, they're uh -huh. excited. They got to show that they are a big-time school there. And, uh, and then those, but they were not going to travel to Oklahoma because those Richie Rich people are like, oh, no, we're not going to Oklahoma. It'll be funny this, <laughs> I just, this game. I wish I, this game was in Dallas. That's uh, what I really wish. Why Oklahoma only goes to Dallas like, for one game. Did they do a home and away with SMU or what? This is, it seems like a random game. Uh, they might have done or did they do this to replace their Georgia game? It might be a replacement for the Georgia game. But interesting game. We'll see how well Oklahoma's defense uh, plays against SMU. They ain't give up a single point. Where they they got to be top 15, top 20 right now defensively. So seventh in offense right now so of course I don't believe in those numbers week one though yeah it's, it's week one it, it, always take numbers. it with the grain of salt no, those numbers don't mean a damn yeah. thing SMU had a good showing against a shitty ass Louisiana Tech team though so yeah. like what do you want to say from that um, I think SMU is good enough to stick around against Oklahoma I believe yeah 16 and a half is a kind of a big number I would say I was expecting more like in the 13s 13 and a half in this number, but 16 and a half is a little bit bigger. That blowout meant a lot. Yeah, blowout did mean a lot. Uh, interesting uh, game, too, because I really want to see how uh, Oklahoma's defense, the that's, Brett Venables, does that's against... That's what I'm saying. That was because they didn't give up uh, the points, and then I, I want to see, see against, how they go against a better SMU offense. They do a good job against uh, SMU this week. Brett Venables might have that scheme in place, and they might have caught on, so Oklahoma yeah. could be... That could be a dangerous team coming up, too, if they handle SMU uh, 
Easily. Wish that game was on TV, but well, yeah. you know, can't have everything. Who, who well, you got to put on ESPN who, Plus, who but puts it on ESPN Plus. I don't understand. This wish it was on something, some other network, but look, oh well. Look what the, here. You want to see the ACC at its finest? Yeah, I just saw it. Look uh-huh. what that I know. Shit. We're going to CW for Cincinnati. Pitt. Hey, at least it's all on TV, oh like on the network. Gosh. I wonder who their announcing crew that's is on even, CW. That's what I was thinking. In, are we gonna get or is it going to be uh, Tia and T- Tia and uh, Taj Mori? Oh like sister, gosh. sister. What are we doing? Are they going to have a bed, uh, good enough cameras? Or are we going to look? Are we going to look like stadium? Uh, I think the I think the cameras will be all right. The live court, live golf court uh, tour didn't look too bad on CW. Oh, oh man! I don't think it'll be bad. I think it'll actually be all right. All right. I have confidence in it. Maybe they're just going to use the AC. Well, I guess CW is not part of ESPN. I was like, maybe yeah, I have no idea what the announcers are going to be, though. Yeah. That would be interesting. Uh, I am a. It would have to be. I don't know. I do believe Cincinnati's going to be in this game. Oh, wow. You really yeah, think so? I think Cincinnati's going to be in that game. So watch out. Okay. I'm high on Pittsburgh. so And I'm low on Cincinnati this year, that transition year and all that. So no. Battle for Houston, Rice and Houston. Not just. Throwing that out there because we live in Texas. Shout out. Right. It's on Houston. NFL Network. Oh, NFL Network? Oh, yeah. There was a couple of games on NFL Network yesterday, last week. I think Army was on there. Uh, shout out Rich Rod, Jacksonville State, 2-0. Let's go. Go beat Coastal Carolina. That would be a good game, actually. Uh, Memphis, Arkansas State. Butch Jones. Oh, Butch Jones. Again, he's it's 21 and a half this week. Can you get a touchdown? Um then you hit the six o'clock. This is where you're at. This is where everybody's looking for. Ugh. Everybody's anticipating. Oregon Tech. College game day is gonna be there. Uh, why don't we start out with Oregon Tech? You just get going to straight to the Bama Texas game. I was gonna. I was doing a thing. I was doing a little skit. Oh. And then I was gonna go. And you're gonna flip it and say yeah. uh, Oregon Tech. I haven't said technically where we're going yet. Everyone knows where game day is. Yeah. Uh, Barstool Sports is gonna be there. Everybody's looking forward to it. All even on our CBS on the CBS internet world, we're on. We're looking at the schedule. They're looking. They got them up there where they did. Hmm. Bo Nix, Oregon goes to Lubbock to play Texas Tech Raiders. Red Raiders. Oh one lost to Wyoming. And embar- The worst part was it was embarrassing fashion because it was the only other game on, and it was on CBS. That made it worse. Yeah. For them, because of the weather delay, everybody was like, well, let's just finish out this Tech-Wyoming game. We just had that one in UCLA, yeah. Coastal Carolina. And most people, it. if you don't have the older generation, they're going on CBS. Mm-hmm. They can yeah. easily find it. And that's You're watching it. Embarrassing for Tech. Um, yeah. I would say this game is a whole different animal, uh, different style of game, though. That Wyoming game, Wyoming did, like, kind of played... Um, old Villanova versus Georgetown style basketball national championship game in what was that 84, 85 where they beat them yeah they would grind it out pick up first downs use a lot of play clock they but kept that's them on up. Tech, too. They I, had to get off the field. I, I agree 100%. They should have done a better job of getting it off the field. This game, however, fits Texas Tech's playing style, though. Oregon won't be like See, milk and clock. I think Tech I think they play better against this style of team than the other team. I think Tech overlooked Wyoming. I, and you're going to say you don't, but I think they did. They did not. It's just crazy stuff at Wyoming. It's a hard place when to did play. You, but, but look, they did this, not overlook this them. This is what I'm going to say. 
why I believe that. They didn't play until later that night. The weather delay and all that stuff. They got in that locker room and saw Oregon dropped 81. And they were like, oh, let's go. Let's go beat Wyoming, go home, and focus they on They got them. up 14-0 just like that. Yeah, just like that. And mm-hmm. then they were like, oh, easy. We got this in the bag. Let's go focus on Oregon. And I think it slipped away from them. No, they just didn't play well. They, I mean, Wyoming outplayed them. They held the ball. They uh, they didn't convert third and nines too. Yeah, they did. like they kept Texas Tech offense off the field. Like in the second half, it felt like uh, Tech had like three drives the entire game. They didn't really have the ball. So they couldn't do anything on offense when you don't have the ball. And Wyoming did a great job. My point in saying that is Oregon will not do that. Oregon will just try to outscore them. Texas Tech doesn't mind if you score because they're going to try to outscore you, too. And you're playing at night in Lubbock. That's not where you want to play, just like you don't want to play in Wyoming. That is also another big factor. So, I think a lot of people are off of Tech because of how they played in Wyoming. I'm still riding with them. Oregon looked phenomenal last week against Portland State. Big big ups. Bo Nix is on the Heisman run, all that. Still going to stick with Tech because I'm not going to give up on them after having a weird rain delay game. I think uh, they'll be up for this game. Maybe it's a desert storm or something. Who knows? But it's weird Wyoming. Tortillas will be flying. Oregon, like, they could struggle on the road. All right. All jokes aside. Get to the big game. UCF, Boise State. We're going to Boise. Uh, I think this game's going to actually be fun. I think that game's going to be fun. Yeah, UCF, Boise State. Yeah. I think uh, points are going to be scored in that. One. I don't. I don't know about uh, Boise State's offense too much. Like it's. I think Washington just dominated them really well. I don't think UCF has the greatest defense in the world, so I, that's why I think Boise State will get better in that home, more comfort in their own in Idaho. So that's just a quick one. It's a rematch of uh, what? What was it? Two years ago. It had to be two oh, years yeah, ago. I think it was Where it was at UCF, Gus Melzon's first year. Yeah. There was a pick six that happened in that game. Yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, all jokes aside, let's get to the big game. Uh, Texas at Alabama. I mean, the floor is yours, sir. This is your time to shine. Oh, okay. Um, I will say this. Before the season started, I was really confident. After last week and how we performed against Rice. I am, uh, my confidence has gone to, I don't know, it's kind of gone out the window a little bit. I'd kind of be more surprised if we pull off a win now against Bama at Bama the way we played against Rice. Quinn Ewers needs to figure out and get back to what he looked great in one quarter against Alabama and against Oklahoma's defense that was kind of wiped out. He's not really played well other than that. He needs to put something together. This is the biggest game for him. This is going to show pretty much how our season goes. If we, we could go in there and get blown out if Quinn doesn't fucking throw a deep connect on the deep ball. So he needs to improve on that deep accuracy that's been he hasn't found it. We have all the tell all the tells there. Offensive line let us down last week too. I don't know what the hell is going on with them. Um, they turned it around in the second half, but the first half wasn't great. Like Alabama probably runs stunts, are worried about the communication up front of passing off defenders and getting that in the right key. Just really nervous. Um, don't like it. Gonna be a nervous wreck. Um, I have no confidence. Still gonna bet Texas money line no matter what. That that's just homering me. Um, 
we're due for some luck against Baylor. Also, I'll say that. We are due for some luck. We cannot go into another game where we have a quarterback get hurt. Past two games we played Bama, both our quarterbacks got hurt both times. Um, difference this time, we have a better backup than we've ever had in those other two times. So maybe if our quarterback does and get Garrett hurt. Gilbert almost won that national championship. All right? Shout out Lake Travis. Yeah. Almost, yeah. Came close. Defense stepped up in the second half of that game, too. But uh, due for some luck... I, we need to get off the field on third downs. Hopefully, we could uh, contain Milrow. Like, he's going to be more of a scrambling quarterback. I believe our secondary is good enough to hold their receivers down. I think we have a little bit of advantage over there. Um, defensively, I think we can we can hold our own against Bama on offense. I think we could hold our own. And uh, it'll, it's just going to come down to if Quinn can make the plays that he didn't make last week on the deep routes. Because all the... T- Playmakers are there, and I believe Sark will come in with a good good game plan right off the bat. If we get the ball first, I believe we'll go down and score good points on the board early. Um, we have to get off to a good start, though. Um, this is what I was going to say, and I was waiting for you to finish your, finish that. Um, remember the last time you played at, what, 6 o'clock on a Saturday night against an SEC team? On the road? On the road, um, Arkansas. Yeah, it was one of the most embarrassing things that I've ever seen from a Texas team. Yeah, Hudson and, Card. Yeah, it was. It, it wasn't pretty. Hudson Card was out there seeing ghosts. Uh, everybody was seeing ghosts that week, that game. You guys looked awful. Yeah, I'm worried about that. But I'll say this: the only difference between that and the Arkansas game, Arkansas, for they despise the University of Texas. They want to murder. They want, they don't. I think they want to burn the city of Te- Austin down. Yeah. Just because of what Texas did to them, and what the Southwestern Conference. Yeah, where uh, they thought they, well, we beat them. Yeah, Richard but, Nixon said we're the national champions. I think Penn State had the argument for it, but Richard Nixon went to the game and he was like, "Oh, t- Texas is the national champions," and that's how they announced the <laughs> national championship back, back or champion back in the day, which is wild. Arkansas, President just picks the team. Arkansas hates you guys. Alabama, I don't think they hate you as much. I also say a big difference is the talent on that team compared to this. Yeah, this team. Yeah, but I also don't think Alabama fans hate Texas that much. Now they want to show. Of course, they're going to be there. They're going to be loud. It's just one of those. It's a different feel. And this game's at 6 o'clock, which is prime Alabama time. We don't really play well on the road either. No. We we struggle on the road. Everything I liked about Texas winning last year, it's flipped the Bama. It's 6 o'clock at home, normal Bama time. They don't have to do worry about things. They have time to relax, figure it out, and all that good stuff. So it's kind of flipped towards Bama. No, I'm going to go for Texas because I don't like Bama. But I do think this is Bama's revenge tour, Nick Saban's revenge tour season. So, What kind of refs do we get? Do we get Big 12 or SEC refs? Uh, I believe we had Big 12 last year I and we were at home. SEC because, so it should be uh, SEC refs, right? What game was I watching? Which one was I watching and I told you? Oh, what game was that? And it was Big 12. Colorado, TCU. And it was T. I I think the home team gets to pick the refs. 
Okay, well, I'm just hoping because last year was Big 12 refs. Yeah. We don't need Big 12 refs in this game. Because TCU Colorado had Big 12 refs. Yeah, so hopefully we get SEC refs, which is weird to say, but like. Yeah. Also, Alabama's not allowing our band to uh, sit in the normal stadium oh, no, section. They're in the nosebleed. They got to go to the nosebleeds. That's payback for what we did to them last year. They didn't even go last year. Yeah, they chose not to go. I don't know if our band's going or not yet, but respect for them for doing payback on that. You know, fair play. Yeah, it's fair play. Uh huh. But like. After that, once we're in the SEC, the band will get to sit in the normal stadium. And you think so? That's how you have to. Oh, you have once to. you're in the conference, okay. you have to let the band in that, in that spot. So this one time you get a chance to do it. Good job on Bama for doing that. Um, Bama, like, you have nothing to Like, Bama, you believe they're good with Melrose and everything like that? I need to see Melrose against the top. Defense, a better defense than what they played. What they who they played? Middle Tennessee. Middle, Middle Tennessee State. Yeah, I need to see more from from them. It's one of those things where it, it sucks because you don't get get a lot from it. So at the same time, you kind of sit there and you kind of look at it and you're like, man, Melo looked good. Their offense looked good. And it was Middle Tennessee State. So you sit there. It's kind of like te- Texas didn't look great in the first half, but they got it to, they got the act together. The second half and looked good. Now, if, if you go off of that note, Alabama is the favorite. The thing that worries me most is just the uh, history, like the past recent years, we've struggled on the road. Yeah. So you can't be a good team until you can win road games. We've consistently struggled I on the road. Be competitive. I don't. I am also worried about Texas being competitive in this game. Better not go out there and lay an egg. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to lay an egg type feel. So. Um. Another game, well, 6.30, it's my team. Arizona. Traveling to Starksville, Mississippi State. Um, Let's go. We didn't play well last year against Mississippi State. They air-rated the hell out of us. New offensive system for them, so I'm looking for an improvement on pass rush, pretty much, from us. We need to be better at pass rushing than we were last year against Mississippi State. And I think we got transferred from Georgia. He He played really well last week. For us. And I think our offense, they can't stop our offense. I think our offense is so much more dynamic than Mississippi State's offense this year. Their defense is talented. They return almost everybody from their defense. And that's so. fine. I think we're still more talented. Delora, I think this year, is going to run more. Instead of doing the weird scramble shit, if he finds a hole, he's just going to find it and run. Okay. And grounding in T-Mac. I'm going to call him T-Mac. And we're just we have the weapons everywhere on offense to do damage to Mississippi State. The crowd's gonna have cowbells. I think we'll be okay with that. We'll figure out just throw some cowbells in our practice and be good. And the question is, can our defense stop them enough? Because it is newer, a lot of transfers in there. I think we only returned two starters from last year, so that's gonna be key. We only gave up three last week, so Northern Arizona. Northern Arizona, yes, I know, but that is. When you do, you, I always look at it like this: when you play a bad team, if you don't give up a touchdown, it's good. Uh, okay. It's that signs of okay, maybe the defense can play. I don't know. I really don't take too much from those week one games against the shitty teams. I don't either. It's like nothing. So, really I to take try from to it. nitpick or find one positive thing from it. So I think that is the case. Uh, we just gotta get pressure on Will Rogers. If you get pressure on Will Rogers, things go better. And I think yeah, you can make them fall. And uh, hopefully, you can. Yeah, so that's the key, I believe, for us is get the pressure because I think we could score with them. We can outscore them easily. Um, okay, so you 
You think this game isn't as difficult uh, against oh, Mississippi State? Not as we difficult just, as what other people think. Well, we just need to get the pass. If we don't get any pass rush, yeah, it's going to be like last year all day. Hmm. Okay. I think our offensive line has proved tremendously this year from last year to help protect the Laura. To get it to our weapons outside. This is this is a big game because this could leapfrog you guys too. Like yeah. everyone's down on you guys. Everyone like I've heard a lot of people saying like you're not that good. This and that. I don't think a lot of people pay attention to what uh, you guys have done in the past couple of years has steadily improved. So this could be the benchmark win over SEC team that gets you recognized a little bit more by mainstream media. Yeah. So that's a big, Absolutely. big for Jed. Uh, yeah, and plus it's big for the program, big for Jed. Just big in general for Arizona to kind of get us going in the right direction. Um, and we go. CBS also has UCLA, San Diego State. Yeah. All right. I I'm uh, not high on UCLA this year. They did not look good against Coastal Carolina. Uh yeah, one, until their backup, their five star quarterback came in. Yeah. He, they they looked they a little like a better. different team when yeah. he when he came in. So. Still too early to tell. He'll probably get the full game against San Diego State. He has another big game if he has a big game like he did in that, what was a big fourth quarter where he came in late. Yeah. Uh, but they also got that pick that kind of flipped the game around. Because he did throw a pick in the end zone. Yeah, right. And then Coach Carolina threw a pick right back where it was a fumble. It was one of the two. But, I mean, that's that's that game. Uh, the other big game I want to talk about, it's also on at 6.30, Wisconsin and Wazoo. I think this is a bad spot for Wisconsin. It's never fun going to Pullman. No, I think <laughs> I think Washington State's poised for an upset here. It's it's pointing that way. I think I a have, lot of people. I think a lot of people be on Washington State. I have Wazoo money line. I think they are poised to upset Wisconsin. Yeah, I think. I, I think it's perfectly. Wisconsin doesn't. They their new transition to more of a passing team. They. They're not going to pass the ball that much, so Wazoo's going to sit on the runs anyways. What do you mean they're not going to pass the ball that much? I mean, they're going to try. I don't think Wisconsin's going to be able to pass the ball that well. Yeah. Well, the, I, the I thing about that, I think the thing about that is Mordecai's not that good of a quarterback. He's like a little bit tad overrated in my opinion. So okay. I, I think that's a bigger issue. They're at a quarterback disadvantage against Washington State where Cam Ward is, well, I think Cam Ward is even a little bit uh, overrated. I think Cam Ward's good. I think he's a tad overrated. Um, so that that makes me nervous about that. Luke Fickle wins these kind of games a lot, though. The only difference is finding Pullman, Washington, and playing well in Pullman, Washington. Like, no one really seems to do it if you're outside of the Pac-12. No. Like, even Pac-12 teams and struggle. And it's 4.30 on the West Coast. <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, Washington State pulls this out. I, don't, I can't believe... This game is even scheduled by Wisconsin. I think it was a home and a home because Washington State beat them last year at Wisconsin. Jesus. I think they're going to go for the sweep. How, did, how the hell did Washington State get so, was a school to schedule a home and home with? I mean, <laughs> they were in the Pac-12 at one point in their life, so they had the power. I, I guess, but still, a team saying yes to go to Pullman, Washington, like no one likes going there. I mean, It's like the worst road trip at a, any uh, university almost. It's got to be, like, top five. Well, they're going there, and I think they're going to lose. Yeah, the AD, you messed up schedule in this game. I think they're going to lose that game. Uh, any other? Florida State plays Southern Miss. Frank Gore's son's hanging out there. Do everything. He does everything for him. Yeah. Uh, late night. There's some interesting games. You got uh, 
Yeah, Pac-12 after dark Hugh at the freeze. late night. Hugh Freeze and the Auburn uh, Tigers going all the way to fucking California. Speaking <laughs> of the schedule, they, well, it's not hard to play in California, though. No, there's nobody going to be there, but it's just wild to see Auburn playing Cal. <laughs> Once again, uh, I'll say this, Texas lost at Cal, by yeah. the way, so fucking like we struggle out there. At 932. So this is a late game for Auburn. Uh-huh. Late, late. Yep. This body is, clock. Yeah. Messed up. That's a body clock time if I've ever seen uh-huh. one. Uh-huh. I think they might struggle in the beginning, Auburn. I think they'll pull it out. But don't don't think Cal's not going to... think Cal went straight up. But I say this all the time about my boy, uh, just with uh, Whitlock's. I think Auburn struggles at the beginning. They sneak a win out. And then they get the hell back out of there. California, like, beat the hell out of North Texas, who you thought they were going to lose to, too. You keep doubting them, and they're going to keep proving you wrong all season. That's what's going to happen. They're just going to keep proving you wrong. I don't think they're going to prove me wrong at all. Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze is the man. I love Hugh Freeze as a coach. I still think he's going to, it's going to be a struggle. They pulled this one out, though. I think they win by, I don't, I don't think they covered, but I do think they win by, by like four. Pac-12 streak is just too hot, man. They're too good. That's uh, the best conference. There's only one team that's going to lose this weekend. That's Oregon. Let's let's re. They're just too let's, hot. Let's revamp that. At no point did anybody best in the conference in football. At no point did the Pac-12 play anybody worth, worth the damn. Like everybody's like, oh, we're undefeated. We didn't play a soul. Nobody in the Pac-12 played a soul worth the damn. I, so don't over exaggerate. UCLA played Coastal Carolina. Other than that, that's the hardest. I think Washington played Boise State. Okay, Washington, I'll give credit Cal to Cal went on the road against North Texas? That's not, that's not. That's you not. had them losing. I, I hadn't actually just had them cover. Oregon State uh, played San, San Jose, Jose State, State at San Jose State. That's not the bad thing to preach about. Just like, listen, not, see. You're, you're giving me below average teams there. Best conference in football. I'm not over-exaggerating that right now. Okay? It's not even close. Best conference in football. Uh, SEC. Conference of champions. SEC still the conference. Conference of champions. Pac-12. All right. Pac-12. All right. Uh, the other late-night game, which I do think this game... There's always weird shit happening in, uh, in Tempe, Arizona with a game like this. Oklahoma State goes to place Arizona State. All I can think about is Arizona State... And that Didn't weird, they play each other before? I think so. It, I don't know if it was them or Michigan State that had that oh, weird was, ending. Yeah, I think it was, it was Michigan weird State. Weird as hell. Yeah. And then the next year when they went to Michigan State, it was another weird thing. They won all the game with the field goal. I think it was because Daniels went to because uh, he played his freshman year. Jaden Daniels played at Michigan State that year, I believe. Oh no, I thought he won the game at Tempe. And then they played the next year. So it's sophomore year, where it's down year. It was at Michigan State. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the the crazy game was yeah at weird, home weird late. Shit. I don't know what I, I can't remember, but I just remember it being weird with the timeout or some shit with a field goal. I don't remember, but weird shit happen, happens in Tempe, Oklahoma State. I don't know if I don't think they're that good. I this think year. they are bad. I don't. Think I think they, they are bad. I think they're okay. Then I. Uh, great Arizona State has nothing to really play for, so that just means we're just gonna try to win the game. Yeah. So I think this game is a very dangerous game for Oklahoma State. It's a very trappable game. Back in the day, I would pick Gundy all day. Oh, I would too, but yeah, but not this year. I um, for some reason I'm looking at Arizona State and I'm like, oh, and I don't think Arizona State's that talented. No, uh, yeah, uh, not that. Uh. 
Like, I think I had them finish in second to last. Did you really? I know I had Colorado last. I'm shit. I don't think I had Colorado last. I might have had Cal last. I might have had Colorado last. Shit. I'd have to look back. We'll just listen back to that. Yeah. But. Yeah, I got it. I think Arizona State uh, pulls it off. Just don't trust. I don't trust Oklahoma State this year. I'm so down on Gundy and the talent that they have. And it's. At Arizona State. I don't know how many fans will actually go to the game. Oh, though. they'll go. You think? They'll go. They won't be sold out, but they'll go. It'll be it'll be a nice crowd over there in Tempe. Uh the other game on Fox, Stanford versus USC. I think that line is huge for no apparent reason. I don't understand it. Twenty nine, I think it jumped up. Is it still twenty? Yeah, it's just twenty nine. What was the spread against the San Jose State? Thirty one? It was thirty one. So, they literally are saying Stanford is two points less or worse, better, better than San Jose State. And I think uh, Nevada was 36, Eight. 38. I thought it was 36. thought it was... Uh, okay. I don't think... And from what I saw from Stanford against White, I don't think they're that bad. I like their new coaches. I like their offensive system. I think they I played... I kind of liked it. They played pretty well Quarterback's Hawaii. a little mobile. They run some weird plays, like it's a unique they offense. Have a great tight end. Yes, they do. And USC, everybody still doesn't think they have defense. And what's the thing that kills USC? Tight ends. And what does Stanford have? A great tight end. So that could be a huge factor. And it just just watching their offense, it seems like it's a hard team to scheme for. Like yeah. they could play different style of football. It looks like they could pound the ball with their quarterback and the runs, and they have the receiving back. What's it, Elkins? They have Smith Jr. And then they have Smith Jr. Jr. They didn't even use them really last week at all. They kind of use them as a decoy, as a power back. So I think Sanford, the way they played against Hawaii, they could just flip it up and play a whole different style against USC, and USC could be a little bit shell-shocked. I'm not saying they're going to win. We're not saying Stanford's going to win. We're we're more in the lines of how do we get 29 against Stanford. They've struggled all the – they haven't had a great outing against Stanford – in a long time. I don't know. They probably blew him out last year with shitty ass fucking. The coach. I thought it was close. It, I mean, if, I don't. I know it was. It was closer than I. I thought it was going to be because I think I had USC covering that game last year. So. But. Where's the Pac-12? It was forty-one twenty-eight. No, and they covered. Yeah. So I mean, it's definitely they definitely would cover that twenty nine. So I don't know where they got this number. I guess they just loving Caleb Williams throwing dimes all day. Was he had nine touchdown passes? Also, I do like a Stanford uh, defensive player that number twenty three. I can't remember his name. Really fucking talented. I think he could make some impact plays for them. Um, just because he's that good of a player, I think he'll make a player too. Maybe force a turnover, keep it under twenty nine. I think they. I think it'll actually be kind of a fun game to watch. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the late night games. So, there's three games you get to watch at late night. So, it's going to be entertaining. All right, you want to go down your list of your game? We're going to do our gambling picks now. You want to go down your list of who you got this week? Uh, How many plays you got? 17, you said? Yeah, I got 17 plays this week. Trying to, uh, let's see if I can finish above 500 this week. Or, like, I got to bounce back. Early in the season, it's always a struggle because I'm going to have to make adjustments on the fly like everyone else who I thought was good, and then they're bad. And then if I do really still want to ride with them or not, 
Like I think this week you'll know who's bad and who's good. I think week three, week by week three, we'll be able to make our adjustments. And but there's certain teams that you just don't quit on. Sometimes you just like yeah. love them no matter what. But anyway, here we go. Uh, starting off, I like uh, Notre Dame to cover the seven and a half against NC State. Uh, got Purdue. Oh. Money line. Oh, I can't. You're going to hate it when you watch them. I know you missed last week. You're going to despise watching them play in, yeah. in the red zone. But Purdue money line, that's fine. I'm taking them over Virginia Tech. Do not believe in Virginia Tech, even though they um, did their thing against ODU. Still don't think they should have even covered that game. Um, also, it's an 11 o'clock game. It's not as fun. and it, The crowd's just not as cool. Night games in Virginia Tech are 10 times better than at 11 o'clock games. Um, yeah, so next. I Actually, got- I'm adding that to my card because I'm going to hope. No. I told myself I wasn't going to do a Purdue again. I can't do it. <laughs> no, no, no. I can't do it after last week. All right. Um, and then give me James Madison uh, minus seven. I'll take I'll take it. Okay. Um I know they're, it's weird picking a James Madison uh, being favored no, at that, Virginia. Seven point at Virginia, but I'm going to pick against Virginia all year until they cover. They uh, beat me. That's okay. my rule. I'm picking against them all year. Um, I got Iowa over Iowa State. I'll take the four points. Um, Tulane, give me the seven and a half to cover against Ole Miss. This bet I hate, but I have to pick it. A and M four and a half. Uh, actually, no four and a half. Just give me money line. I'm gonna be conservative. Okay. Money line on A and M. App State, NC State, or North Carolina over. Excuse me. Um, was it fifty eight? What was the number on that? I didn't write it down. I think it's fifty nine. I thought it was fifty eight and a half. Fifty eight. Yeah, fifty eight. Over 58. That's the number I got. Um, SMU uh, plus 16 and a half against Oklahoma. Uh, got Pittsburgh uh, minus seven and a half against Cincinnati. Texas Tech. Give me the uh, money line against Oregon. Um, Texas money line. Homer pick against Bama. Uh, Arizona. Ryder. Ryder pick uh, money line. Uh, got Eastern Michigan. Eastern, oh, there's your there's your matching. Yeah, I said I wasn't gonna do a matching one, um, uh, but I got I'm gonna Minnesota roll with Eastern Michigan because Minnesota when they lay that many points they I I just like taking the team yeah, when they're when they're for Maryland or Minnesota like that's a lot of points for them to cover. I'll, I'll take Eastern Michigan. The quarterback didn't look too good either. And then I got uh, Washington State. Uh, I'll just I'll take the six and a half against uh, Wisconsin. And then I got Cal with the six and a half against uh, Auburn. A lot of these I might just add money line, but I'll take the points for uh, record purposes right now. And then I got uh, Arizona State plus three and a half. Uh, against Oklahoma State. Actually, that one you could just do straight up money line for me. I'll okay. need the three and a half, just straight up money line. And then uh, Stanford covering the 29, like we just recently talked about. Right. Uh, I added a couple more tomorrow, so I think I'm at 18 for now. I, I wrote my I got Kansas minus three. 
Wake Forest minus 10.5 over Vanderbilt. Notre Dame 7.5 against NC State. I have Baylor plus 7.5 only if Cam Rising is not playing. If Cam's playing, I'm taking it off my board. I have Tulane Moneyline. I have Iowa minus 4. I you have Iowa over instead of Iowa? Yeah, I have Iowa minus 4. I have under 51-51 in the Texas A&M Miami game. I have a fun over just because of the number. 68.5 Oklahoma SMU. I have Cincinnati mm. to cover the 7.5. I have the over 57.5 in the UCF Boise State game. I have Oregon 6.5 and I even put in parentheses. I want you to see what it says there. Trap game. Because it's a trap game for Oregon. But you're taking I'm Oregon? I'm still taking them because I believe in Oregon. Okay. I have Wazoo Moneyline. Yeah. I have Air Power over 50, 37 and a half, the <laughs> Air Force game. Uh, who are they playing? That's what I oh, Sam Houston. We're yeah, playing, Sam yeah Houston. we're playing Sam Houston. So, yeah, you got that over. I have Stanford plus 29. I have under 53 in the Oklahoma State-Arizona State game. I only have I have 17 because I forgot I did that one. I'm not betting the – I was going to do uh, Oklahoma State money line because I hate Arizona State. I'm not doing that anymore. I have under 54.5 in the Texas game, and then I have Zona money line. You went under in the Texas game? Yeah. Mm. Uh, it was under last year too, so. Okay. That's not a bad play. We have two uh, – so officially we have two games that were head-to-head uh, -head against each other. Yeah, Cincinnati and Pitt. And Texas Tech, Oregon. Oregon. Those are the two games that'll be the battle to see who comes out on top. Uh, also, we'll see who ends up with a better record this week. Keep track of that. See how that goes. Try to do something for that for the next week. So maybe next time uh, when we do the podcast, we'll do something and we'll announce what we did right, for the yeah. winner and loser. But week two, can't wait. Wish it was already Friday. Already ready to get this week well, done I wish with. I was done with work and then on to the games on Friday. <laughs> like, I'm already, like, lackluster in that so work because I'm just grinding then. through. I know, we three more days. I got to work the rest of the week. But get through it. Make time. I go, go by quick. And Saturday will be here before you know it and be cursing at the TV. Right. Appreciate you guys listening. Yep. We'll catch you on Saturday after all the games. Hopefully, it'll be a great day. Recap all those all right, we get, don't get too drunk though. We got we got a podcast. <laughs> that's the, that's the thing. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm in be, zone. That'll be a that'll be a hard thing not to to avoid and stuff too. And we'll be uh, doing it while three other Pac-12 games are going on too. So we'll be I know. Struggling doing that. So so it should be fun. But we'll catch you Saturday on the recap. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Yep. We're out.